justice, peace, listening discretion is advised. Broadcast. Here is your Sunday sermon. We have a female rapper, I don't even care to say her name, and she says in a video that she has murder on her mind as she twerks in front of Planned Parenthood. Take a listen. Like we, we, we have to stop. We have to stop. I, I can't. We just let's just stop it there. On the way to plan, on, on the way to the clinic, I got I got murder on my mind. Do I mean do you, I? Do you have words? I don't have them. I real I don't have them. And I am waiting for someone that feels that they are a better representation of Black culture to speak out against this. You know, um, you know it's going to be a a rough podcast can i get the music please Papa. You are listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Today's date is Sunday. This is your Sunday sermon. Sorry, Black Sheriff. Had to, uh, your second sermon. Your, yeah, your second sermon. Sorry, I had to take that a little bit away from you. Um, today's date is Sunday, September 25th. The time now is 5.58. Now, I cannot lie to you all. Not one bit. I try not to lie. Because you, you got to remember lies, and it's easier to tell the truth. I cannot lie to you. It's 5.58, and I literally had to wait to make this recording for the simple fact of oversaturation of content that it is that I have. I opened up this Sunday's show with the clip from Candace Owens. And I don't necessarily agree with everything that everyone says anyway, but I do give her one, one very good point, And that's that once you start narratives like the ones that have been floating around in our community for so long, what happens, and I don't know if this is what she believes, but this is my pull out and my takeaway from the videos it is that I watch, uh, that she, her content, is that she genuinely does care about the black community. And once the messaging gets out there that black life is irrelevant, people can take it to a shock value thing. You know, you can take it, shock and value equals money. So that's what everybody, everybody usually does. Look at Howard Stern. Look at uh, 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 Charlemagne the God. He, he, his career is based on shock value, basically modeled almost after Howard Stern. But we're not going to talk about him right now. You already know what it is that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about your boy, Ackright. Now, I already made a podcast prior to his statements, like a day before, maybe the day of, prior to his statements, 
about the rap OGs being dusty old heads or whatever the fuck it is that he said. Obviously, he pressed the motherfucking button at the wrong fucking time. Everybody in their mama, the top rap echelon, has came out speaking against this guy. And I don't necessarily have to play those clips. But when one of the founders of Def Jam comes out, and when the guy whose mama told him to knock you the fuck out comes and says something, you might want to take notice because the ladies love Cool J. They do. They really, really do. This is no lie. And if you don't believe me, ask Cannabis. Ask all of the guys who went up against him. You know, ask about the motherfuckers who it is that you're talking about before you start talking about them. And this, this is just minor because I called out this offensive behavior when I made a motherfucking statement on his page and he removed it and reported me or did some old kind of weird shit. I could barely make comments right now on Instagram for me saying, let the crack, let the crackers crumble. And that's let the two little uh, uh, island boys fight. We shouldn't even be commenting. Just let them go at it. Let the crackers crumble. I love chili. It's it's chili season. <laughs> now, the reason why I've always had a problem with certain DJs, and I mean DJs who just piggyback off of the success of these artists and these Artists nowadays aren't necessarily making the type of music that it is that has second. Okay, it doesn't have a replay value. It doesn't. You can't go to your grandmama house. Matter of fact, I take that back. Some of y'all could go to your grandmama house with that murder motherfucking music that it is. Drill music. I didn't even know that's what the fuck drill meant was to kill. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be an episode for, for, for ages for me. Okay, now, academics came out and said some, some sort of uh, funky-ass statement, and I got to address that. But first, I need to address this. I need to issue flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left or until I meet death. I love you, mama. I miss you, baby. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I had to wait to record this because I have said this numerous times on my platform and on my podcast that this little dude right here, he's a little leech. He's a little cornball. He's a little little uh, 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 gerbil. He's one of those little motherfuckers, little, little caged animal who doesn't know shit about shit. The DJ thing, you know, there's a million fucking DJs, just like there's a million fucking rappers. And the thing that we still have to do, well, the thing that we have to do now is we have to pick through all of them. Because as long as they saturate the motherfucking media with whatever it is that they're pushing more than the other one does, they get all of these likes and all of this credit because kids are fucking bored. And instead of learning about themselves, they have these devices with, which put them in touch with people who they think may be either their friends or their role models, but these people could care less about nobody except for themselves, hence the motherfucking statement that this little dude made. Now, the ability to make money 
it doesn't make you smart. It doesn't really, it may make you successful in the financial area. But there's a whole bunch of rich idiots in the world. And there's a whole bunch of smart, broke motherfuckers also. You know, timing is everything. And what you do also is everything. But this little dude found a lane. And I'm not going to knock his lane. It's just what it is that he's choosing to do in his lane. It has an effect on everyone else. So he he has to understand. You, if you hear this, you need to understand that this was going to happen eventually if you kept up with the shit that it is that you've been doing. You see, the making money shit, it doesn't make you smart. Especially if you have a fan base because you keep getting money. You keep getting money and your fan base is limited to people uh, 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 who are actually limited in experience and in knowledge. The people who follow you are usually little bitty-ass kids. And the reason why the older people follow you is to tap in to understand what the fuck it is these little-ass kids are consuming. It's not for the simple fact of the matter that you are the best at what it is that you do. That is, you better ask DJ Khalid. Remember, he's the best, nigga. Remember, God did over there. So you're not the best. And the product that this guy's pushing is not his own. Maybe I'm not in tune with academics, probably because I don't too much care about the shit that it is that he puts out until it starts actually affecting children. And the shit that he's putting out has been affecting, it, it's, it's, been affecting kids. it's been affecting these kids. You know? You know it, 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 it's so much to unravel. When you talk about this little thing, this little guy, you know, it says that he has all of these followers, but I question that for the simple fact that Elon Musk's, yeah, Musk's, I call him Musk's, <laughs> Elon Musk questions all of the bots on Twitter and on Instagram, just in general. So does Joe Rogan. There's a bunch of people who question this shit, and not only do those two old heads question it or old farts or whatever it is you want to call us, people who will act, who have already made it to a different part of our life, whatever it is that you want to call us, we question that. But guess who else questions the numbers? Your boy 6ix9ine. I don't know if you guys remember this, but 6ix9ine started questioning the numbers after all of the rat and the snitch shit and he went at Snoop. People have forgotten already about that little uh that little era in our history in hip hop where 6ix9ine, who was brought in by academics, started questioning all of the numbers. I wonder why he stopped. I really do wonder why maybe that wasn't a good marketing tool to start questioning the followers who are paying your fucking your, your fucking bills. But anyway, I digress. I digress. This guy, <laughs> this guy really, really had the nerve to open up to say, you know, uh, uh, something about the old head, something about us OGs. And I'm not even an OG. You know, I don't want to be an OG. I just want to be me. That's the only thing I want to be is me. But when you start questioning what it is that these people have contributed, just like LL have, had stated in his statement, just like he said in his statement, everybody from the motherfucking MC to the backup dancers 
all of those people, they changed everything. Because one backup dancer, excuse me, influenced another backup dancer. One rapper either influenced, encouraged, or, or, or even uh, battled another rapper, and they were able to walk away. People's families weren't crying and suffering and dealing with hurt, some more generational hurt that, 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 that's just constantly passed around in all of our fucking communities. But this is what his narrative and this is what his push is. And these kids, they don't see it. They don't see it. And a lot of old heads didn't want to attack him. And I wouldn't even say attacking. But a little slap on the wrist like, listen, little dude, you got a little bit more power in this culture than it is than you actually want to admit. And we know that you know that you have this power. We know it. We know it. And he's a fucking leech with the power that it is that he has. First of all, this is a little side pin in his little statement that he said about the old heads. I'm going to just say how reckless it is for him to immediately always involve himself in beef. Always push the narrative of uh, 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 ops and all this other shit. Ops is a term that is used in the military. Ops is a term you motherfucking kids didn't know about until black ops. You want to know why? Because I got kids, nigga. You need to shut the fuck up. Real shit. The narrative that you pushing is fake because you live in a gated community with the swimming pool and you drive fast cars and you got long money. You cannot relate to the normal people. So why in the fuck is it that you still want to consider yourself of the people? You're almost like a media politician, as I would want to call it. What you have done is harnessed one thing that black people had, and you've also combined it with this, this, idiotic, uh, this idiotic idea that the youth knows more than the elders, when... Actually, in this point of time, you little motherfuckers should know at least just as much as we do because you have a bigger advantage over life than we had, and that's these goddamn phones. And the only thing that you use these phones to do is to either scam, uh, make these murder songs, or beef with each other. You know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's amazing to me how... how, how Academics, truthfully, does not understand how this rap game works. And I understand. I, I completely get why he doesn't understand it. He didn't live through any of the beefs, not any of the grown man beefs. You know, like I said earlier, beefs where niggas got on wax that you can listen to right now forever. Listen to Ether from Nas. Everybody's go-to is hit him up, and that's my go-to also. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big Pac fan. Big Biggie fan, too. But listen to Ether from Nas. Listen to Notorious Thugs from Tupac. Is that Pac or Biggie? Yeah, I'm just saying, it, it, this, this, this immature motherfucker right here has now, you didn't motherfucking rubbed 
the lamp and the genie has came out, bro. You got three wishes, and, and I promise you, two of them, two of them have already been used. In order for us to understand what's really, at least for me, in order for me to understand what's really, really going on, I have to lightweight separate myself. Because like I said, I still have children. I have kids that are in their 20s. I also have a, a, a child that's under 10, 9, all together. Same woman. Talk shit. Yes, and I'm still with her. But anyway, like I said, you know, what this guy's effect is on our culture is tremendous. And when they hear this little motherfucker start talking about fuck the elders and they dusty and they old and they ain't got no money, do you know what sacrifices that people had to make to put other people in the position where they, where they are now? You know, you know, a whole bunch of motherfuckers just kind of took shitty ass deals without having, like LL said, any lawyer or any real representation. And then their shit was sampled, stolen, and then reproduced. And since they didn't have the right contracts signed and the right, uh, 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 or the, all their D's crossed and all their I's dotted, they just got fucked out of something that they, that they created in that magical part of inspiration in your brain. He has no idea because he's not a creative. So I do pull back on all of the force, but at the same time, this little dude needs to understand. And matter of fact, he does it. Because the only thing that you really need to do is pay your taxes and die if you want to live. That's the only thing you really need to do is, is pay your fucking taxes and die. He, he, he forgets so many things that comes out of hip-hop instead of just money. And that's now what the kids only think, think that it is, the money and pussy. The only thing that you can get up out of hip-hop is some money, some pussy, and definitely some beef, because these rappers ain't making it that long. They're not living that long, not unless you move away and, 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 and drop a record shit every four or five years or some shit. I don't know. Or drop a record and never come outside. I don't know. But there is so much shit that he doesn't even understand about, about hip-hop, about rap, and that first rap was hip-hop. It was hip-hop before it was rap music. And y'all didn't turn it into kill music. But one thing is that the history of hip-hop is real. Like I said, people really made sacrifices to move, to move all of this shit around to what it is right now. And the style of spoken word, which is completely forgotten with the term mumble rap, and that has highly been popularized by this little kid, that now... That, that, that the style of spoken word was based on real experience. Mumble rap is based on video game terminology. Think about that. All of the shit that it is, if you, if you were born in 1980 or before, you know that rap, every song damn near used to have a, a message. Even if it was a song about getting high, they, they found some kind of slick way to, 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 to put it into the song. Remember, uh, uh, Smoking on hay in the middle of the barn. Uh, crucial conflict. Was that crucial conflict? One of them bone motherfuckers. Uh, what I'm saying is this. He forgets when most of us just can't. <laughs> These things were based on true life experiences. Smoking on hay in the middle of the barn. I never seen a man cry till I seen that man die. Like Scarface's shit. There is so three times crazy shit. 
There is so much shit out here that this little motherfucker probably ain't even heard that is based, and those spoken words were based on real experiences. And were they good all the time? No. But were they as bad as this shit where everybody is is basically aiming airsoft, and I call them airsoft pistols when somebody motherfucking puts their fingers and aims them at a camera, you got an airsoft pistol. Every single video, airsoft pistol, airsoft pistol, airsoft machine gun, and every single fucking video, and this guy's pressing the narrative like somebody can't die. Even though last year alone, I believe over 200 young rappers died. 200 families affected. And when, 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 when you say 200 families, people just might say, you know, the mom and the dad and, you know, brother and sister. You, the grandma, the auntie, the uncle. You don't, know, you don't know how family dynamics work in every family. It's different. But you're pressing the narrative that human life is not valuable. And if I don't like what the fuck it is that you say, I can block you or this. Or that instead of being a man and actually understanding that you are piggybacking not only off of the rap music, the, 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 you, you are piggybacking off the people who are creating this shit, good or bad, and you're piggybacking, you're, you're on the back of the motherfucking pig that's calling for us to kill ourselves. Literally, you are pressing that narrative and until he is able to see that he's not gonna hear anything else because if he thinks for one second that he doesn't have blood on his hands for pressing these beef songs with these kids kids who have not figured out how to deal with their problems in a in a fucking not only a respectful manner because you can easily deal some some things you gotta sometimes you gotta fuck shit up but most of the time you ain't gotta fuck shit up you can talk shit out you can work things out, but every single song, we got to kill each other. Somebody got to die. Your mama going to cry. Some old stupid shit. And guess who's pressing it? Where do they get the platform? It's not for me. I don't have hundreds and thousands and millions of followers, and I'm not across multi-platforms selling a product that's not even mine, but acting like I'm inclusive to it. Very funny situation this is because real soldiers have put in work for this for this goddamn thing called rap. You know, there they are there are there's there's so many different factions of rap. You got your lyricists, you got your hit makers, you got your beat makers, you got you got guys who just talk about pimping and, and it might not even be pimping, pimping, but then you got pimping. Like it's so many different factions. But this Drill shit. This shit right here, it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive. A rapper can be replaced within two or three days. This is low-hanging fruit for the industry. And I say all of these things because I'm still angered over the situation that happened with PNB Rock. Even though I did not know that young man, a lot of people in his corner were yes people. You need to have people around you to say, no, that's not smart. Let's not do that and act. If there is some people in your corner that's telling you, if you before you said what you said, 
somebody said, yeah, go ahead and say that. That's good. Or if you just said it to get more attention, number one of all, you don't care about the culture. And number two of all, you're a media whore. That easy. Anybody can fuck you. If you're willing to say anything for a little bit of attention, you are a media whore. And not only that, to disrespect the elders. Now, there is one thing that kids always seem to forget about people that's older than them that's not in their immediate circle. Is that those older people, they have kids probably your age too. So whenever you start talking that shit, I know for a fact you're not thinking, bruh. Or is it maybe just that you're so insulated that you don't have to worry about common man problems? You don't have to worry about somebody checking that chin. And I don't want anybody to touch this guy. I want him to come through realization, through knowledge, that this is not the way that we should treat each other. Because I'm not going to get on here and call you a whole bunch of motherfucking names. Even though I already did. So I can't call you anymore. But yeah, my thing is this. I don't, I don't want to uh, 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 encourage violence. Or anything, I encourage. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't want to encourage violence or anything. I encourage wisdom. I encourage a little bit more of conversation. But it's not going to happen with this guy. I'm pretty sure, not without anything, anything uh, 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 derogatory first being said to get his attention. But you know, like I said, he lives so insulated. None of this is going to, it's like water on a duck's back. This is, all of this shit's going to beat off. He's going to gain some followers and drop some more, uh, some more, some, some more artists who support this, this murder music shit and this narrative of, of, of our life is not worth shit. It's not, I mean, hey, let's not, let me just say it like this. Maybe they weren't doing a good enough job at not representing us in, in, in dumbing us down to thinking that we were already beneath the system. But this is exactly what's going to help push that fucking narrative is people who have, who have no, no, no kind of respect for life at all making songs about killing each other and then somebody who has one of the biggest platforms in the world pushing that shit. You know, that's, that's your narrative over there, bro. I don't see nobody over there pushing for no inequality, for no, 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 talking about no poverty, talking about no voting rights, talking about no love, talking about healing from no hurt, talking about no reflection, talking about no growth. It's just beef. Just beef. Somebody fire up the grill. He's serving beef today. <laughs> yeah, him, not me. He's serving the beef today. Somebody fire up the motherfucking grill. Well, well I, I really don't know. Sometimes it's, it's, it's just life. And we all have to deal with, with life's journey the way that we deal with life's journey. And that's one foot in front of the other. And, and no matter how fast we step or, or, or how far our strides may be, we are all stepping in the same direction. This is known. I ain't never met a motherfucker to beat Father Time's ass. I ain't never learned of nobody who has beat up death. We are all going to the same place. Why is it that we have to choose 
to hate each other on that way. On the way there, in journey, you know, th- th- this, this idea that, that, that black people as a culture can't get along, it is completely false. But it is, uh, but it is completely true if that's what it is that you choose to believe. If you are in the capacity, if you have only, if you have only taught yourself that the only way to deal with your problems is to hurt shit, you're still hurting. If the only way that 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 you have 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 thought to pay homage is to say fuck homage. And, and, and you're the new guy. You have so much more to learn in life. So much more to learn in life. And, and it's, it's funny. It's almost like this guy has some sort of mental condition, a mental problem. Maybe he didn't get, you know, he didn't get all of the, he didn't eat his Wheaties, didn't eat enough Cheerios. He ate a lot of something, though. Maybe he didn't eat what was needed. Maybe there is some sort of pH balance or something like that that's off with him to where it is that he doesn't love his own people. Or maybe that's it. Maybe I just hit it on the head. Maybe that's what it is right there. Maybe he just doesn't love black people. Maybe enough money removes you from your race. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe he needs to talk to someone. I have just the right person in mind, too. And that's somebody who I dearly respect, who I also thinks needs just a little little pep talk. Just, just a little pep talk. My, he needs to talk to somebody who deals with mental issues, mental wellness, mental health. He needs to talk to a god. He needs to talk to Uncle Charla. Now, Uncle Charla would probably be one of the best people in the world for him to communicate with right now because Charla has had so many ups and downs, and now he's just at an ascension rate. In, 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 in his career as, as, a, as a talk personality. He should talk to Uncle Sharla about the mental condition. But before he talks to Uncle Sharla, may I have a word, please? I said it on another podcast, and since I'm doing a little pep talk to act, I just want to throw something in the air for, for, for the God. Um, you know, Sharla, Leonard, respect ya. I do. I do respect the shit out of you, man. I'm an asshole. I keep... Yeah, all that shit, bro. Idiot. All that shit. I fucks with you and Schultz hard. But I remember when Birdman... You was talking all that shit with the beef with Birdman. And when Birdman came up there, you why you don't take it out with the rappers and all shit like that. But when Fat Joe... Speaking on and black on black issue, who is not, he's not, this is something else that needs to be talked about on a future podcast, on how we support other cultures that don't support us back. How Fat Joe is able to say, well, you should have just robbed him. I wonder, would that work if somebody just robbed somebody in his family and pistol whipped him and not killed him? I just wonder, why didn't Charlotte, Mr. Mental Health, say something right then to someone of the opposite race. And he didn't do what he did with Birdman. He didn't. It wasn't no cockiness or none of that shit. None of that. He quickly, yeah, yep, 
Yep. Uncle, talk to your nephew. Please talk to your motherfucking nephew. There is some things that's going on right now where, where we can obviously see that once you get enough money, and this is something that they said, you know, once you get enough money, I've even said this too, you stop caring about shit. Even though you have an effect on things that are beneath you, you start caring less about those things beneath you, hence your followers, hence the people who are paying your fucking bills. Both of these guys need us. It's that simple. It is that simple. They, especially Act, Charlotte set. Charlotte and, and, and Magnificent off to him. I mean, Magnificent cap off to him. And I ain't talking about that cap shit that y'all be talking about. Cap off to you, bro. Much respect. But please, please, can we, can we stop and think before we start doing these things? Should it always be for, for, the, for attention? You can see that I don't do much of my shit for attention. I don't at no motherfucking body. I don't need that. When you hear it, you'll hear it. Am I afraid? Not at all. But what I don't want to do is openly attack anyone to start what it is that I'm doing over here. To, 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 to push narratives and conversations, I am not going to openly, and I'm not discreetly doing this shit either because it'll never come down. But I'm not going to do that. I don't think that that's the way. Is to show people that what you got to do is you go to this platform and then you go there and you do that and then you get the attention and likes. No. No, somebody will tell you about this. I'm pretty sure. Somebody will. I'm not that hard to, to, to get into contact with, and I answer my phone for everybody. So give me a call, motherfuckers. Anyway. It is Sunday, and I definitely want to tell y'all a few things. I know some of you is waking up with, with all of those expensive name brand alcohols on your breath. Some of your women's is waking up at your boyfriend's house. Told your husband you were sleeping at your girlfriend's house. And you still going to go to church and praise Jesus. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at nobody. Do whatever the fuck it is that you need to do to get through as long as you don't hurt nobody. You better hope your husband don't find out about your boyfriend. And you better hope your girlfriend don't find out. About your boyfriend neither. Dylan, in this time, you never know what kind of sexual triangles uh, motherfuckers be involved in. As you, If you're listening to this after church, if you're going out to eat, I highly suggest that you don't. Go home. I think what it is that we need to start doing as a culture and as a people is stop supporting these businesses who are not supporting our neighborhoods. And this is not no new shit that I came up with. It's just something that I haven't heard recently that I think needs to be incorporated. The fact of the matter is that most of the neighborhoods that we live in, they have been placed, these, these urban neighborhoods as they call them, they have been placed with these little mascots that basically extract all of the money out of our hood. Over here where I stay at, there's about, I don't know, uh, I think I said this before, there's about six places where you can buy alcohol. Six places all in one big clusterfuck. 
right there. Now, this isn't going to be hard for a lot of people to understand. But in all of these places, how many black people own these places? And I'm not saying that black people should be selling alcohol. I'm just making an observation. There's no black-owned black stores over here at all. Not one. There's an Asian store over here. All of the liquor stores and the gas station is ran by, by uh, uh, Eastern Indians, is that, if that's the term, by Indian people, Punjabi people. <coughs> and they show up to our neighborhoods, even the Chinese. They show up to our neighborhoods, and then they treat us like shit, and then they sell us toxins, and then they shut their store down, and then they go back to their nice neighborhoods. Please absolve today. Can we start to at least absolve one day a week from spending our money with motherfuckers who are not putting that money back into the neighborhood? Over here is so goddamn, we got like a tent city behind the motherfucking shell, and that's less than a mile away from my house. Wait, is that a Chevron? It's one of them motherfuckers. The gas station by, by, by my house, less than a mile away, it has a tent city behind it. Not to mention... A whole bunch of other shit that's just popping off in the car wash at the gas station. I mean, can we, at least for today, come into some some sort of agreement that we going to stop spending our money with other people? Even if it, let's say you're hungry, right? Get on the internet and see what black-owned business. It don't, it don't even necessarily have to be food. Just look for some black-owned business that's local and support that. Try to get online, buy a bracelet, buy a necklace, buy something. But I'm telling you right now, the longer and the longer that we don't support each other, the longer we're going to be in this same situation. There's no way else out of it. You see what's going on right now with, with the Disney mermaid shit and the Asian guy and the black tape on his face. And I've seen so many people make so many different points, so I will not take credit for a lot of the things that that, that I'm about to say about how black people supported the Chinese, fuck with the Chinese food, but yet and still, yet and still, they'll follow your ass around that hair shop, and they should because there's thieves out there. But every single time, don't you got 24 cameras in your store? We support, we support a whole bunch of different cultures that don't support us. Can we start to support ourselves? Can we remove this negative narrative that is getting pushed, that's getting just, I mean, force-fed to our children that we don't love ourselves? Show your children that you love your fucking own kind. Do that. Try that. Go out to a black establishment. If you're white and you want to go eat some black food, Go do that. Support us. You know, keep it caucus. Do what it is that you do. Ain't nobody mad. We need that. We support your shit. Been supporting your shit. Now, I say all of this because, like I said, I should have recorded last night when it was fresh. But I put these dumbass bullet points in my head and it fucked up this podcast. But like I said, I'm not going to take away anything that I said. This is some very, at this point, where we're at right now. In American history, because believe it or not, this is part of an almanac that will be 
put together in the future on what the fuck was going on. And when they look back at how dysfunctional this shit is, not just in this country, but over the amount of time that it is taking us to understand that we need each other more than we need to hurt each other. The amount of time that it is taken is irreplaceable. We're not going to be able to get this time back. And the more that we love each other, the more that we know more about each other, the more that we can build with each other. The more that we can depend on each other. The more that we can learn, teach, uh, uh, thrive, not struggle. Aren't we, aren't we tired of being stacked like sardines? Basically uh, 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 cut off from a front yard or a backyard but paying the same amount of money as rent as somebody who's who's owning a home, aren't we, aren't we sick of that? Man, love, love your motherfucking people, man. Love everybody that's in your microcosm, that's in your circle. I really, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be too preachy, but this act shit, act. You need to act right, bruh. You're getting older. Bruh, you are not the same kid that you were when you had them dreadlocks. You are not that same guy. You are older. You have more motherfucking clout. You have more influence. You get more acknowledgement than you think. And if no one hasn't told you that, let me tell you right now that these kids respect you. They love you. And they hate us for having to tell you what it is that you're doing is wrong. But sometimes you got to put your arm on your brother's shoulder. And you got to walk with him and tell him, listen, man, this is the wrong way that you're doing things. And I hope, hopefully this message reaches you in a good state of mind and you don't feel too attacked. But what, when you put out those kind of blanket statements over people's lives, you're thinking of a career sense. Well, what you don't understand is that people have sacrificed their lives for what it is that you take as a joke. I know this. I have a, a, a little brother that's a rapper, and he can rap real, real well. Real well. He's not successful. He's not, uh, 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 he's, his name is not memorable, but he provided something to the culture that you didn't. He got four albums out. The only reason this shit didn't blow up is competition. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Truthfully, I love everybody. I just don't like a few motherfuckers. It's just that simple. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that either. But as I leave, you on this very, very weird note of thinking, what the fuck is he talking about? Listen to this shit again. Maybe you'll figure it out. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't got much for you. Have a great day. You know, um, love the people that you love. And hate the people that you hate. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know what to tell you, motherfuckers. All I know is that this, this state of mind that it is that people want to stay in to where it's cool to be in poverty, that it's cool to hurt your own kind, that it's cool to disrespect your own women, that's a trap. It's been a trap forever. And and, and 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 when they get there, before they get there, they don't think that they're being trapped into this mind state. 
But once they do get there, things just start start happening, you know. I'm stuck in the truck. Like that kind I'm of shit. I'm stuck in the truck. You start telling yourself you're stuck. I'm stuck in the truck. But you could always wiggle. Truck. All it takes is a little bit, man. I'm stuck in the truck. I'm stuck in the truck. Yeah, this is it, man. Gonna go guard. I'm stuck in the truck. I'm stuck in the truck. Y'all know what time it is. You gotta go. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. That's right. You gotta get the fuck out of here. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. I hope the door don't hit you with a good low split you. Don't you come back. But this is just Don't you come back. Baby. This is just a just a rat. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. Can I get a guitar? This is a justice in the peace podcast. Sunday Simon. A second servant. Hey, man, everybody be safe out there. Real shit. Hug your friends. Tell them you love them. Kiss your kids. Tell them you love them. Call your parents. Tell them you love them. You should do something positive with your day. But you still got to leave here, motherfucker. Don't you come back. And don't come back. Don't like, don't rate, don't subscribe. Don't you come back. I don't want you to hurt your thumbs you doing anything back. un, you know, unusual. Don't you come back. But you're gonna have to get the fuck don't out of here. Cause I gotta go myself baby. shit to the bathroom. Cause I'm the shit. Don't you come back. Don't I joke. Back. I joke. I'm gonna let this wet guitar uh pull me out of here. you believe in. I'm a universal guy over here. Don't you come back. But this is the end of the podcast. But yeah, do like, rate, subscribe, tell a friend. Don't you come back. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody, you good with me, man. You good with me, man. This podcast was brought to you by myself, by myself. Um, Hopefully not just for myself. Yeah, thank you for listening. Grandson, my guy. What's going on? I just finished. The podcast. This is very true. I am a fucking idiot. All right. Debbie. I'm done. I'm done. Thank you for listening. Peace.